Charting Toward Intimacy covers mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Charting Toward Intimacy, where we're expanding the conversation around Catholic sexuality. We're your hosts, Ellen and Kathleen. Before we jump into this week's episode, I have a special announcement for you. Kathleen and I are starting an exclusive online community for our biggest fans in just a few short weeks. In the community, you will get the full video recording of each podcast episode, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions with me, Ellen, plus some other fun bonuses. We're launching this in just a few weeks, so we wanted to offer a pre-sale deal for those of you who are ready to jump in now. Normally, it'll be $5 a month to be part of the community, but here's our pre-sale deal. For $15 today, you'll get access to the community for six months once we launch it. That's half price. We're launching this community for a few reasons. First off, as the podcast has grown, we've realized how hard it is to connect with our listeners on a personal level. We want to have conversations with you, and this community is a place where we can connect and have those conversations on a deeper level with you, our listeners. Also, being a part of the community helps to support the ongoing costs of this podcast so we can continue to create quality content for you. Click the link in the show notes to get the pre-sale deal of six months for the price of three. All right, we are back with another Charting Toward Intimacy episode. Welcome. I'm Ellen. And I am Kathleen. And today we are going to be talking about uh, desire and the two kinds of desire. Um, It's spontaneous and responsive desire. Um, Those are the two Mm -hmm. kinds. That's not one kind together. That would be weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Either Um, or. Right. It's either or. Um, Well, I mean, it's kind of either or, or like potentially you could be like sort of a mix. We'll talk about that a little bit. (laughs) All right. We'll get there. So spontaneous and responsive desire. Um, Maybe we'll just kind of start with giving like a really brief overview of the two and then we can kind of dive into um, just chatting about them. So spontaneous desire um, means like if if you are a person who has spontaneous desire, um, something like this might happen to you. Um, You are cooking dinner and you just randomly think about sex and that sounds great to you. Um, (laughs) you're ready to go. Like spontaneous means that, you know, like sex could just pop into your head or someone could mention sex and that is enough to turn you on. Um, or something else that's, uh, other kinds of examples, um, that I've read about, obviously this is not my own example because this is a man's example. Um, but like just seeing your wife naked when she gets out of the shower, like it's like, I'm turned on, I'm ready to go. I would, I would really like to have sex right now. Um, that's what spontaneous desire kind of looks like. It's spontaneous. (laughs) I think even though, even to be like, you know, sort of less sexual, it could even just be your spouse walks in the room and you're just thinking to yourself, wow, they look really good right now. Right. Like, and that could even be it. Right. Like just walking into the room, totally, you know, nothing special going on. Um, that can also be enough for someone who has spontaneous desire. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for that. Cause yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like you randomly think about sex. It's like you just, you just think about your spouse and you're like, I love my spouse and I, I want to get it on. Like, 
and I'm ready to go. And I'm ready I'm to just go. Ready. That's it. <laughs> Can you tell that Kathleen and I are not this category? We're like having a hard time. <laughs> We're like trying to think like what's it like, like to be like to be to like have that? spontaneous desire? Huh? I've never cannot compute. I does not compute. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the other kind of desire because Kathleen and I can speak to this one a lot better. I can speak to this one a lot better. <laughs> yeah. So responsive desire. Um, sorry. You know what? Let me. I'm sorry. Let me go back to spontaneous desire for just a moment because I'll be able to explain responsive desire a little bit better. So in spontaneous desire, um, essentially the desire initiates in the brain and then mm-hmm. moves out to the rest of the body. Um, so there is a thought about sex and that you know that thought is accepted right (laughs) by the body sort of a thing and then the body is is turned on and ready to go in responsive desire it actually works the exact opposite way the body is what initially kind of indicates to the brain a want to have sex Um, responsive desire responds to some kind of input. Um, so you might be responsive desire if you've had something like this happen to you, your, uh, and we're just going to go from, you know, Kathleen and I's perspective where our husbands Mm are, are more of a spontaneous desire and we're more of a, um, (laughs) responsive desire, um, in this example, but it could, it can be flip flopped. Um, so just, you know, insert the correct person into your, into this example. Um, so you might be responsive desire if, um, your husband, uh, initiate sex, say, Hey, I'd really, I'd really like to have sex right now. And you're like, I mean, I guess I could do that. I, I don't like, you know, it's it, the, the thought process in your head isn't like, yeah, that sounds awesome right now. It's like. It's like, yeah, I mean, I love you and this is something you want right now. And and yeah, like I, I could do that. You make a decision. Um, and then you start getting into it. You start making out. Maybe he gives you a back rub or, or something. And then you're like, OK, like this. This feels good. I'm I'm enjoying this. Like I'm I'm ready to have sex right it, but it takes you a while it takes some time in foreplay it takes input into your body system that then eventually moves up to your brain and so then your thought right. process is oh now I am turned on but it took it took the process of having a really nice massage and listening to some music and or maybe you and your husband chatted for a while and you kind of um you know, talked about your day and, and built up some emotional intimacy. It takes that um, external out input, not not output. It takes that external input um, to really bring on that desire. Yeah. And that is what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's actually a fairly common example. Yeah, um, and I think, you know, um, you know, we're saying like, oh, like, you know, we are very obviously, you know, more responsive types, right? But I think it's interesting. It is not a rule that every man is spontaneous no, and every yeah. woman is responsive. Like, definitely not a rule, but I do think it's what's probably most common. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and when you really kind of sit down and think about that, um, I don't know. It is, it's sort of like, why would that be the case? Why would it be that it's most common for men to be spontaneous and for women to be responsive? And if you think of like, um, sort of like traditional gender roles, almost, you know, um, a man it's, it's common and typical, right. For men to, to serve, um, what was there? I literally just had a thought that it's just like the <laughs> train was there and then it left the station. You know, <laughs> that's like how it happens in my life all the time now. Um, there was a word that I was, that I was thinking of, but, um, oh, but, it, but like a man is a leader, right? Like mm. they lead the charge, like in, in our families, right? Like we want our husbands to lead us in, to lead the family in prayer, to lead the family in, um, it just sort of in every aspect, right? Like we sort of consider that the man's job, the husband's job. And why would sex really be any different a lot of the time, you know? That, yeah. Yeah. Like we want our husbands to lead and then, and to offer, and then we respond, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I will say it's like not so black and white. We've got a crying, got a, got a little crying baby there. <laughs> got a little crying baby. Um, it's not so black and white because, I mean, if you're anything like my husband and I, this can, this difference in how we um, experience desire can actually sometimes cause resentment. In the it can sense that, like, hurt. It can it really can hurt. hurt. Yeah. That like, why don't you want this just like I do? You mm-hmm. know, like, why does it feel like it's more of a chore for you? Um, why aren't you just like randomly wanting to like rip my clothes off in the middle of the day? Right. Mm -hmm. Like I feel that way for you. Why don't you feel that way for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's something that like, it's a conflict that is probably a lot more common than many of us realize. And, um, something that I don't know, I kind of just want to say like, you're definitely not alone in. I think it's probably the biggest struggle in my marriage personally is this difference in how we experience desire and trying to understand the other um, and realize that it's not this personal, like, I don't find you attractive, right? It's just that, like, we experience this in two very different ways. And I think it's important to, like, lay that out and um, and talk about that as a couple. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, you talk about, okay, are you responsive? Are you spontaneous? Um, because you know, probably most often one spouse is going to be spontaneous. One spouse is going to be responsive, but sometimes you'll have two spontaneous. Um, and sometimes you'll have two responsive, which I would say that two responsive may in some ways be harder than one responsive and one spontaneous. Um, because you're always waiting for the other one. Yeah. You're always kind (laughs) of waiting for the other one because I think what happens a lot with people who have responsive desire is that, you know, it's like, I actually have no want to initiate. Like I it's just not something that I want to do. I really would like to be offered the invitation and then Mm -hmm. accept or decline depending on, you know, what's going on. (laughs) Um, I just like, it's, it's just not something that like I want to do. Well, it's funny though. I want to want to do it. Does that make sense? Yep. 100%. <laughs> I want I feel you. <laughs> to have a desire 
to initiate sex, but I, I don't have that. I, you know, you just take it even one step back. I don't even have the desire yet for that. Right. Right. No, um, it's like you want to be spontaneous. Like you want to experience spontaneous desire. That's how I feel. Yeah. Right. It's like, I want to experience like, that sounds that. really kind of cool. Right. <laughs> just like, Oh yeah. Snap my fingers and not be able to care about the dishes. Not that being done. Awesome. And just like, go ahead up to the bedroom. Right. Like that sounds great. Yeah. But like, that's just not for, I think a lot of women, but you know, also a lot of men, anyone that really experiences a responsive desire, like you said, the body needs to basically tell the brain, right? That like, yeah, this is good. Like we want this right now because a lot of the time the brain has too many other Mm -hmm. things that they, that it feels need to be ordered before it can allow the body to, to want or desire something. Right. Absolutely. Um, that and I mean I know you can relate like that's exactly how I can relate like it's like oh wait our bedroom is a mess like I cannot get into this with our bedroom a mess my mm-hmm. husband's just like who cares about the bedroom yeah right, right? Like, it doesn't matter like I don't care about the bedroom and it's like yeah but but my brain cares a lot about the bedroom right so it's like and and that's where you lose that spontaneity sometimes which I guess is like you know kind of not fun sometimes right well <laughs> and I think I think uh, people who have spontaneous desire they're kind of like look like I. You know, we've talked about this in podcast episodes before about um, scheduling sex. There's an episode called Scheduling Sex, Mm -hmm. which a lot of times people who like to schedule sex are the ones who have responsive desire and people who don't like the idea of scheduling sex more have that spontaneous desire um, because they desire sex spontaneously. They also want sex to be a little bit more spontaneous. Now, that is not a hard and fast rule. Um, I think also scheduling sex and getting comfortable with scheduling sex is something that can be learned. Um, You know, I, but, but I'm just sort of saying like, I think a lot of the times when I encounter people and discuss these concepts with them, um, it's kind of like more often than not, those who have more of spontaneous desire, they want that spontaneity. Right. Um, No, that's exactly right. But then... Here's the problem with things like scheduling sex with a responsive desire. You schedule it, but if nothing has been inputted into your system mm-hmm. for your body to tell your brain it's ready for sex, you're going to just want to say no. You're going to want to put it off. Oh, let's yeah. let's do it tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I will spontaneously feel like having sex. No, I'm sorry. You won't. You have responsive desire. You're mm-hmm. not, yeah. Like, I think you need to recognize the problem, right? yeah, and and just state the fact that, like, you know what? At in this season of my life, at least, even you could even just say today, today, I could oh, I could pretty much guarantee I am not going to spontaneously want to have sex, mm-hmm. and then go from there, right? Yeah. So let's say. You and your spouse have scheduled sex for Tuesday. Maybe you're listening to this on a Monday. You've scheduled sex for tomorrow. All right. You need to recognize that you need an external input into your system from your husband, not from pornography, not from masturbation, not from a book. Sorry. I just realized I needed Mm -hmm. to clarify that really quick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. You need external input in order to even 
feel like you want to have sex. So here's my suggestion. This is something that Kathleen has mentioned on the podcast a couple of times before. Like, if you're like not so sure you want to have sex, maybe your husband's initiated. Um, Again, we're just kind of going from like Kathleen and I's experience of woman being responsive, man being a little bit more spontaneous. Um, Your husband initiates and you're like, I I don't really, maybe even I don't really want to. Um, Here's a suggestion. Just do something that's not sex first. Well, mm-hmm. I, dear husband, I'm I'm not so sure that I want to have sex, but like maybe would you give me a massage? Maybe could we, you know, make out for a little bit? Maybe could we uh, just hold hands or could I like read my book and, and you just kind of like rub my leg and, you know, and just kind of hang out with me while I just sort of relax from the day. Um, maybe could we just talk and just kind of like keep our hands on each other's like leg or upper thigh or something like something physical, something with physical touch, um, is running recommendation, but like, it's so much easier to say yes to something that's not sex when you like, don't feel like having sex. And then I think that that will help you recognize where you're at because sometimes all you need is that external input and you're like, Oh yeah, no, I could totally have sex. I have, I have enough energy for that. Like I'm yeah. And, and I love my spouse, right? This is nothing. None of this is about loving or not loving your spouse, right? It's just about how your desire works. And then other times, sorry, sorry, let me just like, finish that and then you go and then other times you might do that you might you know massage or whatever you know whatever that physical touch thing that you did you might start making out and you're like yeah you know what no it's I I have too many things going on I'm just too exhausted I got to get up early I can't you know I can't separate these thoughts from Mm -hmm. it's just not gonna happen but at least you tried right and I think sometimes for our spontaneous spouses, um, the hurt comes from, you know, just the no, just without even like thinking about it, you know, even offering it. Um, so that's my suggestion is to kind of do a baby step into it to at least kind of test the waters. Am I, am I really is, is sex really off the table tonight or Is it just that I've got too many things in my brain right now and my responsive desire can't like it hasn't even had any input into it. And like, I got to figure that out. Yeah. And I think this is like a really if you haven't ever heard of these different desire types before, this is a really important conversation to have. Yes. With your spouse, because I think it opens up so many doors um, and clarifies so many misunderstandings. Um And it really, truly, like, you know, we talk about in, like, marital love, like, really, truly embracing the entirety of the other person, right? Mm -hmm. And and this is a part of your spouse, right? Like, their desire type is a part of them. And so it's not Mm, something... Yeah, it's not something that we just need to kind of be like, oh, well, it sucks. We have these two different, you know, types of desire because we're just not, like, on the same page with it. No, it, the the what needs to happen here, what needs to be addressed is like, okay, your desire type is information on how we can have a better sex life, right? Mm-hmm. Like how I can love you best, how I can fully accept you and take you and and know you, right? Um, 
by by starting with the with the sexual relationship yeah like sometimes it is really hard really hard for a woman i mean or anyone i'm not going to say a woman for anyone with a responsive desire type to just jump in i mean Mm -hmm. and this is like like we talk about foreplay but like i mean even that's, getting to foreplay like, is too much. That's why, like, some of those examples I gave sometimes yeah. is, like, you know, maybe you, as the responsive desire spouse, like, you say, hey, like, I'd really like to read my book for 15 minutes while you, like, give me a foot massage, right? Like, that's, like, super separated from sex. Like, <laughs> yes. you might not even yeah. be ready. Like, you know, the, the, the idea of making out, like, that might even just give you that bristle of like, Oh, I don't even want to make up like, Oh, I just, I'm, I'm that's too much. Right. So like even just step it back even further. Right. Just like, you know, sit, talk about your day and hold hands if you need to start there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just like slowly build up to, you know, being even, I think starting. Yeah. I think even starting like, you know, when you come home from work, just with like an extra long hug, Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like something like, like, just like try that first, right. Just an extra long hug and then little ways to like show touch and affection throughout the evening that are not sexual. Right. It's just right. Affection. Just, just a pat on the back. You know, when you walk past your spouse, just touch them on the back. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. Right. Like any of these like little ways. And then, yeah, like by the end of the night, you, getting to bed and just, again, starting small and then slowly allowing that to build up. Um, Mm -hmm. For anyone with with a responsive desire type, that is like, that is huge. And I think that if you have a spontaneous desire type, being able to recognize your spouse's difference and then work towards it, you you sort of end up working together. This is like... It's a team... Guys, sex is a team sport. It is a team <laughs> sport. Yes. And so if you recognize like the strengths and weaknesses of your team member, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to help them do certain things that's, you know, that's going to get you to the end goal, right? <laughs> of yeah, sex. no, that's exactly right. <laughs> so one thing I want to talk about a little bit is just the fact that like, and, and Kathleen kind of mentioned this a little bit ago, like, your response, I mean, I'm sorry, your um, desire type, responsive or spontaneous, like it's not something to just be like, oh, how frustrating. We have this like separate dynamic and oh, it'd be so much easier if we just had like spontaneous, if we were both just spontaneous and, uh, you know, whatever. Like this is just what a curse God has given us, right? Um First off, I just want to say the grass is not greener on the other side. I've talked with so many couples that both have spontaneous desire and their their sex life is not easy. No one's sex life is easy, everybody. <laughs> um, but your desire type is a tool to get to know your spouse better and improve your sex life. And yes. I actually think that God has he, he well I know I know that God has ordained your sex type or your desire type <laughs> sex type yeah. <laughs> he definitely chose your sex <laughs> yeah that's true not not a mistake um your desire type um to complement your spouses whether you have the same or you have a different 
desire type. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is actually a way in which you and your spouse are both going to grow in holiness. You need to learn something about your spouse and yourself through your desire type. Your spouse also needs to learn something about him or herself and you through their desire type. Um, this again, like sex is a team sport. This is not just something to say, oh, how frustrating this sucks. It's something to say, wow, okay, God has put this in our lives for a reason. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out what that reason is. Let's work Amen. toward having a fantastic sex life. Opposites attract, right? That's right? Like a, <laughs> well, and I think that's, that's why, like, probably the most thing. common dynamic is opposite desire types. Like, that's that's one of the most common is one spouse is spontaneous, one spouse is responsive. Um, but again, that's not always the case. Um, and also, again, the grass is not greener on the other side. Um, you know, everybody, everybody struggles <laughs> in some way. Amen. Very true. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anything else you want to add about spontaneous and responsive desire? No, I don't think so. I think we've really um, kind of hashed it out pretty well. But I do want to really encourage everybody. I know I said it once already, but have this conversation. If you've never heard of this, you've yeah. never had this conversation. I mean, you might be able to sit and like pinpoint right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. This is me and this is them, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still a conversation that needs to be had with your spouse, like get on the same page about it and then start. And, and even like sometimes in the moment I'm not able, like, you know, if my husband's like, well, what do you feel like you need? Right? Like, what do you, what oh would my gosh, you? That's another podcast episode, how to figure it out is, what and you I'm just like, need. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Right. So maybe sit down today as you're like thinking through this and being like, Oh, what are those things that really help me? to like respond in a positive way, right? Respond towards sex, right? Um, What are some of those things? And maybe write them down. And then when you have this conversation, you have that in your your toolbox, right? Like here are ways that really help me to warm up and respond well when you initiate, right? Mm, Definitely. Um, But definitely have the conversation. It's a really, it's, it's a game changer, I think. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. If you are not already following us on Instagram, be sure to check us out at Charting Toward Intimacy. And if you listen to podcasts on a platform that gives you the option to rate or review, we'd love for you to do that because it helps us spread the word about the podcast. If you ever have questions, comments, or episode topic ideas, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you. You can reach out on Instagram or send us an email. Our email is in the show notes. Until next time. Bye.